it's time to free your geek. It's the Free Your Geek podcast with your hosts, Jay Free and KB. And welcome to the Free Your Geek podcast. I am your host, Jay Free. In the studio, the usual suspect, KB. What's up, what's up? And we are very pleased. We, we have way too much testosterone in this podcast. Mm, you way know, too much. Way too much. So we, we decided to inject uh, the show with uh, some feminine um, quality. So we have two female guests. We have Faith and Z. Hello, ladies. Hey. Hey, what's up? What's going on? Okay, well, we have a really packed show today. Um, first, I want to just kind of get, and you know, and I know things might be a little nervous being on a podcast and whatnot, but again, conversational. I just want to kind of introduce uh, the two of you to the listeners that we may or may not have listening right now. Um, so we'll start with uh, we'll start with Faith. Um, and for those that are unaware, this is going to be a themed show. Uh, we have uh, Merry Melodies. It's going to be a cartoon-based theme show. So all about cartoons from yesteryear till today and everything in between. Uh, hopefully you'll learn some stuff. And so starting with Faith, um, just give me some background. Um, first of all, you uh, grew up, what, in the uh, the 2000s-ish time frame, your childhood? Yeah, pretty much 2000s. 2000s. So you, you were, you were kind of a little bit later than me, but the cusp. So there's a lot of cartoons that have happened that are more adult, that are more popular, that are more adult-based, such as Family Guy, American Dad. So growing up, did you watch those, or did you kind of shy away from that and watch, you know, things more like on the Cartoon Network, Nickelodeon? What was some of the things that you were into? I watched mainly Cartoon Network, but I also was a huge fan of American Dad and Family Guy. So, okay, so how, how old, roughly, were you when you were watching watching that? I KB, how, how old was she? <laughs> uh People are going to say I'm a horrible parent. Probably like... Oh, spoiler alert, folks. Faith <laughs> is KB's daughter. We should have pointed that out. I was trying Surprise. to... Surprise. Hello. <laughs> Dropping bombs already. Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> there you go. See? We're going to have a lively show today. I know. It's going to be, be awesome. This is going to be fun. Um, she was watching it with me growing up. So, God, from when she was like super little and not even understanding the jokes. You know what I mean? So... But it, it's it's been good because, you know, when you grow up with it, watching that kind of cartoon, you know not to take it too seriously is, you know, repeating the behavior, so to speak, is what some parents would say. So, uh, yeah, since I can remember, five, six, probably. Cool. Very cool. <laughs> and Faith, uh, other than cartoons, what are some other things that you geek out about? So that the idea of the show is anybody can be a geek for anything. It's Geek has such a negative term. It's not just somebody that likes comic books. Like, that's what... KB and I do, whatever. We like superhero stuff, video games, comic books, movies, television, pop culture. But there's, you know, somebody really likes working on cars, they're a geek for working on cars. If somebody likes CrossFit super hard, they're a CrossFit geek. So, Faith, what are you a geek for? What are things that are you're passionate about? I'm pretty passionate about anime. Big anime fan? What, what are some of your top anime picks? So, because I know nothing about anime. I... Back in the day, it was I was more. I, I saw some episodes of Cowboy Bebop. Is that still a thing? Okay, we got <laughs> thumbs up. Getting thumbs up here. I, I do remember that. So, I never hardcore got into it, but that's one of my interests. So, um, what about anime do you do you like? Is it more the the art, or is it like a deeper storyline than American cartoons? What's the what's the appeal to you specifically for anime? Well, the art style for me just kind of like 
gets me into it, like, oh, this looks really good, maybe I should watch it. And then when you actually, like, get the storyline everything, sometimes it actually makes it a lot better, too. Okay, so the sto- so uh, now are the storylines, and, and Z, feel free to jump in, because uh, you're an anime fan as well? Yeah, okay. definitely. Because, um, again, I know nothing about this. Uh, are the storylines, or is it like a typical cartoon where, you know, like, there's a lot of, like, slapstick humor, or is it more... Um, mature, like, for lack of a better term, like, deeper storytelling. Uh, I, I, again, I don't know. I'm well, a total open book. Just, just. It depends. It's like, unlike what you're watching. Like, yeah, it's, it's like, you know. Both. Yeah. Like, it depends on what you're watching. If you're watching something more comedy based, they even have, like, horror ones. Like, it's just completely, like, it's just crazy. I mean, or if you're watching hentai, you know. Mm. <laughs> See, I don't know any of that. I, I wish I had a cricket I, sound I, effect I, right I, now I, that I could play. <laughs> You I know, know some of the, the the names of them. I don't know anything beyond. Is that, is that like adult adult stuff? Yeah. Oh, I, like I know Z's thing is Sailor Moon, isn't it? I love Sailor Moon, but I mean I'm a '90s kid, so. I okay. Grew up See, we're gonna get along just fine. <laughs> um. Okay. So going back, uh, just to Faith, I just want to see some uh some of your favorite. And actually, you know what? We'll jump back and forth with Z and Faith. Uh, Z, uh, what are some of the things you geek out about? Um, it's a little hard, but um, I love video games. Um, I do like comic books, but I'm not like super like crazy into them. I wish I could get into them a lot more. Um, I mean, superheroes, TV, it's anime, of course. Okay, uh, superheroes. W- let's just kind of latch onto that real quick. Superheroes. What are you into? You were like, I know that. That's that's something I know. <laughs> it's something I can converse with you with. And well, uh, yeah, I was talking to KB. K- you can call him Kevin. <laughs> he just you call me Jeff, call me Jay Free, whatever. We just we just like the little nicknames. The little pet names. Yeah, um, well, not pet <laughs> names. They're like DJ names, you know, like yeah. radio personality so names. Um, <laughs> so badass. <laughs> so, Batman, definitely. Okay. I heard you were a fan, so. Batman's my favorite. Batman's yep, my favorite. Definitely same. Uh, so are you more of a DC person or a Marvel? Or are uh, you kind of split? No, yeah, definitely DC. Well, it's hard. I uh, might have to say split then because I love Batman, but I also love Spider-Man. And, you know, my two babes. Okay. It's hard. <laughs> So Peter Wayne or Bruce Parker? <laughs> yeah, either or. At the same time. The funny thing is I know both of them very well, and they're both forgetting something they are so hugely passionate about. <laughs> we stare blankly. This is this is an awkward... Let's just have an awkward <laughs> silence. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> we both don't know. Let's, okay, everybody, on the count of three, awkward silence. One, two, three. Okay, KB, KB, <laughs> my voice just cracked. I just hit puberty at the same how, time. How, During that how, awkward pause, <laughs> I hit puberty. Go, KB, what's up? How can you two forget Pokemon? Yo, <laughs> I love Pokemon. You, you gotta <laughs> catch them all. I know, yeah. but I should have. I guess that kind of went into video games, and I guess kind of into like it's anime, like a combination right? of it all, pretty much. So, so nice. Pokemon for both the video game base and the cartoon, or do you actually play the the game? The both, yeah. Yeah. both, all of it. And, and the and the car they now correct me if I'm wrong because I Pokemon kind of like just missed me through my childhood. Is that like a card base, like a Magic the Gathering type of thing well, too? I mean, yeah, it like. You have the cards, you have the TV show, you have the video games, like it's just Okay, all so of it. let me let me just ask because again, I'm not knowing as much um Pokémon, who's your favorite Pokémon character? Now, I mean, Ash is obviously the main character, right? Uh, I don't really like Ash okay, anyway. Good. Yeah, I don't like him. Okay, good. <laughs> okay, see, this is good. And Pikachu is probably the one that general people just general population like latch now. Onto? Right. Probably, it's yeah. like the, the most common character, but who are some of the other characters that you like from that? Gengar. <laughs> <laughs> Eevee's my favorite character. Well, it's if you're just going with Pokemon, I would have to say the Eevee Lucians, but trainers, I'd have to go with probably Misty. 
I mean, she's she's hot, so I guess <laughs> it's pretty cool. So <laughs> so there's hot Pokemon characters. I, I'm learning so <laughs> much today. Hot. Everything characters. Come on. Okay. <laughs> you watch cartoons. Come oh on. no, I know. I mean, please. For me, it's sort of like Jessica <laughs> Rabbit. But Pokemon. What Pokemon wasn't she one of those things he was searching for porn on. So. Uh, see, not, I don't want to do two awkward pauses in one podcast, man. That's kind of messed up. You know way too much about my personal history that we, we just can't get into. Um, okay, cool. Uh, so I just have my list of questions here. Uh, so other than television, cartoons, do you, are either of you fans of animated Disney flicks or Pixar? Of or course, anything? yeah. Uh, you, again, I'm just assuming. Uh, favorite of those animated flicks? Okay, give me give me just like off the top of your head, which one? Uh, what was the last one you watched? How about that? Big Hero Six. Okay, Big Hero Six. Anything I've from for you, Faith? It's been so long. Okay, <laughs> I even know that answer probably. Okay, go Inside Out. Oh yeah, oh, I did watch that. That was a good. That, that, I, that was the last was one good. I saw. It was it was, it was really a really cute movie. movie. Um, I just I think my favorite is probably Toy Story Two, out of all of those. Um, just because I, I like that, I watched up and I cried like a baby for the first five minutes, and that just ruined my attitude for the rest of the movie. But I'm sure you cried during the third one too, though. Yes. Toy Story three. Oh my god! Oh, uh, I toward the end when they were going through like, and they're all holding hands. Oh, the tears cried were like a baby. The wor- worst time I ever cried though, and this might be this. I mean, whatever. I'll check in my man card right now. <laughs> Boy Meets World. I don't know if either of you were fans of that, but Boy Meets World, the last episode when they go back to Feeny's office, I was bawling like a baby. <laughs> So, okay, well, that's cool for animated flicks. Um, let's go into something a little bit more uh, hypothetical. Cartoons, big cartoons. Everyone loves cartoons in this room. Uh, if Let's just go around the room, and I'm going to ex- extract myself first, um, and, and I'll defer to last. Um, if there was one character from a cartoon, or real life, let's do real life first. If there was a real life character or a real life show that you could put to a cartoon, do you have, what would you, what would you like that to be? Any TV show currently that you watch? Does it have to be currently? Okay. Oh no, it could be. It could be a past past one. I would actually kind of like to see Drake and Josh. Drake and Josh yeah. is cartoon no, cartoons. That would okay. Be really funny. Okay. Z, what about you? Uh, I don't know. Maybe like Parks and Rec. That'd Parks be and Rec. Legit. We're gonna get along so well. Parks <laughs> and Rec is my favorite comedy. That I've funny. ever seen in my life. <laughs> I thought The Office was good, but then Parks and Rec blew Chris it away. Pratt just kills it every Andy Dwyer is who I des- like desire to be, and that's who I wish. That's going to be my answer for who I wish was a real cartoon, a real person like was a cartoon. <laughs> uh, KB, how about you? What TV show did you? Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy. I, I just think of like you know if, if you've ever seen the Afro Samurai mm-hmm. cartoons. Yep. I, I just think of that you know being something very bloody and, and violent and just a really good story to go with it. That'd Probably be really, really cool. cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I, they did do a comic book, so. Well, that that's kind of cheating then. But yeah. uh, I would like to see Game of Thrones. I, I think knew, Game yeah. of Thrones. I knew someone was going to say it in here. Well, of course it's going to be I didn't want to be the one. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. But that would fall in my, uh, dude, in my how, category as well. Yeah, but how awesome would like the dire wolves be like, animated? Or even like a, a Pixar type thing. Yeah. Oh, that'd be so sick. I think it'd be great. Now, let's do the reverse. Uh, let's say cartoon that you could uh, have in real life and be like a real life, uh, like, I'm, I'll throw one out there that I'm not. It's not going to be my answer, but Homer Simpson. If Homer Simpson were a real person, I think that would be amazing. Same thing with Peter Griffin. Um, we'll start with Faith over here. How about? Was there anybody like that you you could think of from a cartoon that you'd like to be a real person that you could know in real life? 
sounds kind of odd, but kind of like the Powerpuff Girls. Like, I wonder if they had, like, their powers in real life and everything, too. That would be cool. That's it. Now, Powerpuff Girls, again, me being a dude, not to, not to be sexist, mm-hmm. uh, I never got into that. I mean, I like the show, but it's, it's you know, I think it's, you know, it's a great show for, like, not like girl power, per se, but I like it that it's known mostly female type of cast. There are some nice tidbits we can talk about with that show. Yeah, we'll... we'll don't spoil alert, buddy. Oh, Spoiler no, alert. We'll get, we'll get there. We'll get there. Z, this. how about you? All right. Just hit me. So I definitely would want Jake from Adventure Time to be my best friend. Okay. We'd make bacon pancakes every morning. It'd be awesome. We'd sing the song and everything. He'd be the best. That would teach me to play the viola. It'd be good. <laughs> All right. Very cool. See, there's two, two unexpected picks. KB. Bender from Futurama. Same. That would be fun. It would, be, it would be a blast. And, and why would that be? Oh man, you got to. What would you do? Buddy. What would you do? Yeah. What oh would you do? Oh my god, the, the mayhem you could cause. I, I, my mind is blown to even think about it. Burn down the city. Or, oh god. Yeah. I mean, just to have a drinking buddy all the time, or just somebody to just like, just chill with and do stupid shit with, no matter what it is. Come over to your house with like yeah. hookers. Yeah. <laughs> Robot hookers. <laughs> <laughs> see, I'm gonna I'm gonna go PG with me. I'm, I'm gonna say I'd like to see Darkwing Duck be a real <laughs> real life uh crime fighter and you know he's got Not launch pad and and launch gizmo pad. duck that'd be cool like yeah. to have like that cast of characters in real life like walking talking ducks that fight crime i think oh that's my cool God, so cute. <laughs> right be the cutest crime fighters ever <laughs> and none of them would be wearing any pants <laughs> jeff included <laughs> <laughs> wow dude when did this turn into the bash jeff show <laughs> That's kind of messed Wearing up. Wearing your Donald Duck costume like Peter Griffin and Family Guy. That would. <laughs> I'm never sending any more pictures again, dude. It was one Halloween. It was fun. Whatever. All right. Uh, how about we get into some industry news? How, do we, how about we do that? So this piece comes from Cinema Blend, and it revolves around The Simpsons. Just when you thought The Simpsons had done everything in the book, they ended up last week doing a live broadcast. The event managed to astonish fans all around the world, and it raised one serious question. How the hell did they manage to pull that off? While the folks over at Adobe Creative Cloud dedicated an entire blog post, which I'll put in the show notes, uh, to chronicle exactly how Matt Groening and the rest of the team behind The Simpsons managed to pull off Homer Simpson's live broadcast. Basically, what they did is they had Dan Castellaneta the voice actor of Homer Simpson speaking to a live microphone, and they had basically this this computer software mimicking when he was speaking, Homer's mouth would move based off how and what he was saying. And then they had another um, animator at a keyboard, essentially, and doing the actual motions of the voice actor while Dan was talking into the microphone. So there's some interesting articles and, and theories coming out that this particular software could uh, represent the future of animation, Uh, Adobe character animation has yet to become available for widespread public use, but its core technology could fundamentally change the way in which creators bring animation to the masses. The Simpsons' use of the technology proved to be an overwhelming success, so it seems only logical that other animators are going to be following suit as time goes on. So what does that basically mean? What other shows, animation shows, so basically they're having the actors do it live, which is kind of interesting because... From a podcast perspective, if we screw up, if we mess up, I can stop this and delete. And for those of you uh, listening, we actually just did that before the industry news. So uh, real time, we actually had to cut some stuff out. So live, they can't do that. 
if they have the actors and they screw up a line and it's live animation, that's kind of scary. That's like kind of like uh, tightrope walking without a net or trapeze or some other circus uh, example. So what do we think about that? What do we think... What do we think of actors being able to do? Do we think it'll be more spontaneity as far as actors uh, reading these lines with live animation? Or what other shows do you think? I mean, obviously, I think Family Guy will follow suit because you know, Family Guy and The Simpsons are tied pretty closely. But uh, I just wanted to kind of throw that idea out there. What do you what do you folks think about live animation, live recording, live speaking with the actors, the voice actors? Give me some thoughts. What some feedback? Ladies first. Okay. KB <laughs> threw under the bus. Faith, <laughs> Faith, what do you what do you think of somebody like you know just doing this and do it like a TV show happening right now as we're talking in the microphones and characters basically mimicking what we're talking about? It's kind of like peer pressure because like some TV shows probably have like the audience there watching you and you have so many people watching you and you're not just in like a booth just talking in a microphone where they can just edit it. You're just like right in front of the audience and they're watching you. Like That's absolutely true. Because what if you deliver a line like, and then you're like, "Oh, I can do that better." Well, you can't now because it's live. So that's that's absolutely a good point. There, uh, Z. How about from you? Any uh, any thoughts or what other shows do you think would would try something like this other than like Family Guy or or whatnot? Um, I mean, I guess like American Dad can like jump on the boat or Bob's Burgers, anything like that. There would probably like. Probably that like whole animation. They could see, and they could actually do that. Like Fox could throw yeah. a whole thing together, like a whole live action animation domination night, and do all those shows live. I think, uh, KB, do you have? Go ahead. You say like you look I, like you want to say. I something. would. I would think the guys of South Park would try that. I was going to say the because same thing. they they can they write their episodes so quickly. Like they write that shit like the day of the recording, don't they? If I remember correctly, uh, they they it's pretty close. Like it takes them like three but, or four days, I think, to turn around. But they an get yeah, but they do it very quickly, and, and, and they're very good at writing their scripts quickly. I can see them doing that, and and if they screw up, those are the kind of guys that could that are smart enough to just come up with something else on the fly. But that's yeah, what, like, like if they forget something, shows. you know, it, it's it's I I think with something like the Simpsons, um, you know, the actors aren't usually the ones writing it, right? Versus right, exactly. Versus you know, Family Guy with Seth MacFarlane. Now, see, for Seth MacFarlane, that's really interesting. Imagine, like, yeah, he'd like have to argue Brian and Stewie, Stewie arguing and at, at the same oh, time what if live. Or what if it's just one of those scenes where it's like Brian, Peter, Stewie, and like Dr. Hartman? That, like, be, like, how do you. Well, the other funny thing about that, which you just kind of remind me of, anytime they do like a duet on that show with Brian and Stewie, they do a singing duet. Yeah. That, that might even be easier for Seth MacFarlane just because he could record Brian's part or he could use his own voice and record Stewie's part first and then just do his Brian voice over Stewie live. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. It's still tough, it, though, right? I mean, it's. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's. Um, I'll actually off the air. I'm going to share something with you, you two ladies, in case you haven't heard it before. I'll, I'll play it for you. Um, but I think that's really cool. I, I do. I like the idea about South Park. I think you're right with uh, Matt and Trey being yep. able to do the majority of the voices. Um, the other thing that I noticed, and has anybody seen a recent episode of The Simpsons? I haven't watched that show in so okay, long. Okay, we're all shaking our heads. Homer sounds so much like Grandpa now because his voice has changed. Oh. It's just like you realize like he does not sound the same either, even like he did back in like season 12. It's it's kind of crazy. And it kind of reminds me of has, – has anybody here well, ever watched? What season are they on now? Uh, I think they're over 20. I, it's the longest the, running – Yeah, it's the ru- longest running episodic 
television show with the, however many seasons in the but u.s yeah. they were like i think they were like something like 87 88 something like that so it's been like it's almost 30 years yeah. um it's crazy it's crazy um the other thing i was thinking of and uh just to kind of touch upon that when we talk about south park and, and the voice changing and whatnot um has anybody ever here watched beavis and butthead oh of course yeah. okay so we get we get some nods okay <laughs> Um, instead of talking into the microphone, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about that yeah. later during the break. But um, no, it's cool because uh, on my Sirius XM, Mike Judge does the, the voice for the 90s on 9, and he does, Butthead still sounds the same, but Beavis sounds horrible. He ruined his voice to be able to do Beavis. <laughs> Fire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sounds better than that, though. Um, <laughs> all right, so let's get into our next piece. And now that's it for industry TV news. TV for my bonghole. No, it's not, that's not the next segment. The next segment's actually called The Next Episode. Previously on Lost. My name is Barry Allen, and I am the fastest man alive. Hold up. It is the next episode, and this is where we're going to talk about things coming uh, in the future to television and movies. And I want to talk about another release via the USA Today. And ladies, uh, previously we talked about the Powerpuff Girls on Cartoon Network. Uh, anybody here a fan of Teen Titans? Yes, yeah. I was just talking about Teen Titans is awesome. Jeff, okay. Jeffrey, do you watch Teen Titans? Uh, I watched the, not. I haven't seen the new one. Is it Teen Titans Go now? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's more kitty, but it's really funny. Okay, it's I have to. I, I do want to check that. I did see the original like Teen Titans. Yeah, and me too. I'm kind of bummed because they were supposed to have a Teen Titans TV show on like TBS or TNT or yep. something that oh they're going to be called Titans, and they scrapped yep. it. And I'm kind of bummed about that because, uh, as we talked about, Batman's my favorite. Robin slash Nightwing is probably my second favorite comic book character, and I would love to see like a show with him on it. But what can you do? Um, so anyway, this comes from USA Today. Teen Titans will be teaming up with the Powerpuff Girls in a crossover airing next month on the Cartoon Network. Although details are slim, USA Today reports the episode will find the Powerpuff Girls' arch enemy, Mojo Jojo, causing trouble in the Teen Titans Go. Did I say that right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I want to make sure. Mojo Jojo is causing trouble in the Teen Titans Go setting of Jump City, which brings Blossom, Bubbles, and Buttercup to town. Now, while Cy- Cyborg and Beast Boy think Mojo Jojo is pretty cool for a talking monkey, the episode will see the Powerpuff Girls compete with Robin, Starfire, and Raven to determine who has the better team. Fans can also look forward to the, the debut of a new song, Monkey Army. However, no date has been announced for this crossover. So, ladies, I'm going to step back on this one. I just want to know your thoughts on this crossover. That's so exciting. <laughs> it's like really exciting, but it's kind of weird because like Buttercup was one of my favorites and Raven was. I can't really see them. Like I can't picture them bursting each other. It's because they're so alike, I feel. It's just like they're just going to stare at each other angrily. Like, <laughs> I, th- I see it now. I think that'd be kind of fun because like, yeah, Raven is such kind of, she's kind of like the Eeyore of the, the Teen Titan. She's very <laughs> like, Eeyore. whatever. Like, I don't care. Does Starfire be Piglet? Could Starfire be or Tigger? Tigger? I think I think there Tigger would be she fits more, Tigger of a, more. <laughs> more of a yeah. That, so 
Now, who do you think from the two teams, who do you think would win with uh, Robin, Starfire, and Raven versus the Powerpuff Girls? Who, who's got the, the, better, uh, the better team there? I feel like it's kind of a disadvantage because, you know, Raven and Starfire actually have, like, powers while, you know, Robin's kind of Robin. can't fly or anything. <laughs> like, But Robin's so awesome. But he's going to be up against the Powerpuff Girls. Like, but, come on. But they have home court advantage. They're going to be in Jump City. Is the professor with the Powerpuff Girls? Uh, that has not been made apparent via the article. Mm. But I'm just, I just want to let you ladies know, next month, at some point, the Powerpuff Girls will be crossing over with Teen Titans. So have you, did you, did you uh, ladies know that? Or is that new breaking news to you right now? It's new. I think I like heard something about it. Like I remember hearing something about a crossover, but like I just I didn't even like really look too deep into it. But it's super exciting. So that's that's what you can look forward to uh, in the month I of July. I wonder if it's gonna have the adult humor that was hidden in the old Powerpuff cartoons. Nah, they like changed the because it's just the old Powerpuff Girl cartoons. All right, KB, I, explain this to me. Uh, oh, so you're oh, so you're not aware of all the hidden adult humor. I in don't Powerpuff know. Girls. Okay, I don't know. so. So when Faith was little, you know, obviously she she that was a show that she used to love to watch. In fact, she was in love with that show. Um, but there's watching that show as a parent coming home late, you know, from work one night, just tired and sitting there, and you're watching an episode, and you're like, "This thing is so dirty." It's like you have the the short little mayor, right? The old mayor. And Miss Bellum. And Miss Bell. And Miss Bell. What was her name? Miss Bellum. Miss Bellum. So boobs. she's got these giant <laughs> boobs. She's like she's like six feet tall, and the mayor's like three feet tall. The mayor kind of looks like, um, what's that mayor look like? Like Mr. Magoo, but with a big nose and white hair. Um, <laughs> but but she, she tall, redhead, you know, giant boobs. And you'll see these episodes of, like, uh, there was one where, like, um, the professor was going on a date for the first time. Oh, my God. In a long time. Recently. Right? And the Powerpuff Girls are getting him ready. They're, like, <laughs> combing his hair. They're giving him a bath. They're cutting his nails. And all of a sudden, you, you see Buttercup's hand go in his pocket. And it goes, don't forget these. Like she was sticking condoms in his pocket. What? I thought she put a flower in there. Yeah. No. It was, no. It it was. It, yeah, if you it if you go back and watch it. Yeah. I just watched that recently too. Yeah. You have to go back and watch it. And then there's another one where the mayor or Miss What's her name again? Miss Bellum. Miss Bellum. Yeah. She gets kidnapped and or she's duplicated. I forget. It was so long ago. But you go to her house and the address on her mailbox is 69 Yodel in the Valley. So there's a lot of like <laughs> Yodel. I was like, wait, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah so K- kb kb you had me at big boobs that's uh, I'm yeah gonna have to, i'm like gonna have to check, check it out yeah yeah yeah, yeah so exactly there's, there's, hit, there's exactly. a lot of hidden adult humor and i i think that made sense at the time because there's a lot of parents that were watching the show with their kids who were obsessed with it so it kind of made sense to put these funny little a lot of things in there shows were yeah like that, yes though. my yes. mom is yeah. always so mad at me watching rocco's modern life <laughs> yeah this is just so much courage carly courage a carly dog was another one you know um, there's so many yeah. like BuzzFeed articles and Facebook things where yeah. you go to these pages and it's clickbait where you have to go screen by screen yeah. and all these articles but it, yeah all the different humor the adult humor um, there was even stuff like in Rugrats if yep. people remember Rugrats yeah <laughs> tons of stuff um, what other crossovers would we like to see though in cartoons I was thinking of this today alright well, well since I, you thought of it and threw it I was, I was thinking about this and I, I was looking it up and do you know that Family Guy um, the Cleveland Show and American Dad crossed over for a brief second. Yes. There, yes. So it was like an the end like of the an episode. Yeah. yeah where this it was a was it a storm or something? Pulled them all together. Their houses were destroyed or something like that. Been it, a while since it, I've seen, but I, I but know yeah. they crossed over. Um, that that was kind of interesting. Uh, but the one thing I found interesting when I was looking at this is that uh, 
G.I. Joe and Transformers never actually crossed over in the cartoon. They did in the comics. That's a good but point. But they never did in the cartoon. Hmm. I would love to see that in some point. Yeah. You know, I think that would be awesome. That would be cool. Um, you girls, any crossovers that uh, you'd want to see? Any other, like, what other, what other cartoons? We know Powerpuff Girls and Teen Titans are, are going to be crossing over, obviously, now. So yeah. uh, if you could take any other cartoons, like even, like, oh, an anime stuff. I got another good one oh, okay. that you'd probably like. Okay, it's, it's KB show now. I, let's, yeah, let's go. I, no, I just got another good one. You're like, maybe TMNT and Ghostbusters? Uh, it's very odd, but it might work. You know what I would have liked to have seen? I would have liked to have seen... And I can't give it away because it's going to be in, in my final countdown. But there's two early '90s cartoons on the Fox Network that I would have loved to see crossover. And I can't. I don't want to give that away yet. But uh, you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Batman would be cool. Um, they actually yeah. they have a there's a comic book of them crossing yep. over. I'd love to see the cartoon. Um, real quick for those that are fans of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, there is a DVD that came out a couple years ago called Turtles Forever which basically reunites the 2012 version um, or the 2009 version rather, not the 2012 because that's the Nickelodeon one, but when they were a little bit more serious with the 19, early 1990s, 1989 ones. And it's just they, they look at the 1989 turtles and like, you guys are so childish. Grow up. You're throwing, you're throwing pizza at the villains and the Foot Clan are all <laughs> robots. That's hilarious. And then uh, they go back in time even much to Earth Prime where the, you find Turtle Prime and it's from the comic books where all they're all black and white and like bloodthirsty killers. And it's a really, really cool <laughs> flick to check out. That's what I like to see crossover. More, s- more stuff with the turtles. Yeah. Crossover the turtles with anything and I'm watching. Yeah. Yeah. Because Jeff likes turtles. I love turtles. Turtles are awesome. Donatello's awesome. Raphael's the best. Michelangelo's a party dude, obviously. So I want to hang with him. And Leonardo gets you all back in line. Like, what's not to like about the turtles? And I got a ninja, like, ass-kicking rat. That's like, dude, that's that's sick. I love turtles. <laughs> and you get to eat pizza all day? Come on. That's exactly. Say another good point. Well, guys, it looks like we're at the halfway point. So we're g- with uh, to continu- continue the cartoon theme, we're going to take a break, play a couple songs, and we're going to come back with our final countdown. So uh, you should recognize these next two themes. So we'll see you in a bit. <laughs> What do you want to do tonight? The same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over the world. The Pinky and the Brain. Yes, Pinky and the Brain. One is a genius, the other's insane. The laboratory mice, the genes have been sliced. The Pinky, the Pinky and the Brain. Brain, 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 brain. Before each night is done, their plan will be unfurled by the dawning of the sun. They'll take over the world, the pinky and the brain. Yes, pinky and the brain. Their twilight campaign is easy to explain. To prove their mousy worth, they'll overthrow the earth. The pinky, the pinky and the brain, 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 brain. Combined, I am Captain Planet. Captain Planet, he's our hero. Gonna take pollution down to zero. He's our powers magnified, and he's fighting on the planet side. Captain Planet, he's our hero. Gonna take pollution down to 
power is yours. Welcome back. I'm turning on the mics now so everybody else is here. Welcome back, everyone. Say hi. Hi. Yay. So we got KB, J Free, Z, and Faith. We need to give her something with with E so it just all rhymes. (laughs) Um, Okay, so we have about... Yeah, 25 minutes left of the podcast, so I think it's time uh, to get into what I like to call the final countdown. It's the final The final countdown, ladies and gentlemen, with my ever-waving uh, audio, I guess. It's just, it keeps drowning out. Do you yeah, guys hear that? Yeah, I don't know why it's yeah. been there. I don't know. We're going to have to fix that, figure out what the hell's going on. Somebody's not paying the bills over here. Um, okay, so KB, what's the topic? This is a pretty interesting topic. Since we are doing a cartoon-themed show, what is the topic that, that we decided on? Yeah, so we were going to go all out and just say cartoons all time, but that that seemed to be a little much. Um, So what we're going to do is we're going to go with the top five cartoons growing up. And when we say growing up, we we say basically from the age of like 6 to 16. I think that kind of covers like junior, you know, elementary school and junior high school. Yeah, which is a a good range of of, because I think that's when you're taking in the most with cartoons and really learning about them and like taking, you know, because as a little kid, you don't really take them in. But I think is, you know, when you're. Six to sixteen, I think that's when you really start figuring out all the things you like, and you know what I mean. I think it's a great time. And yeah, it, it, but and you're also nostalgic. Up. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm very, I'm very pop culture oriented. So like all the stuff from the '90s, TGIF, you know, all yeah. that, that stuff. I mean, obviously that wouldn't count for a cartoon show. Yeah. But you know, growing up like all like in that time frame, and I think it's kind of cool because we have a, a wide array of age ranges yes. for when those childhood cartoons are. So I think that's going to be pretty sick. Um, so the way it typically works, we're going to start with any honorable mentions. So I'm going to start to my left with faith, go around over here. If you have any honorable mentions, feel free. Then we'll start with five, go all the way down to one. And then that's the final countdown. Pretty simple. So starting with you, faith, uh, do you have any honorable mentions that you couldn't just uh, narrow it down for the top five that you're like, I want to include this on the list, but it doesn't beat out my top five. Well, I had one, it's not really that popular, but it was on... Um, Nicktoons. It was like another, another version of Nickelodeon with just different cartoons that you don't normally see, and it was um, Cap and Mikey. I've never heard of this. I've never heard of it either. <laughs> so I've, what? I've what's it. it about? It's about this guy named Mikey, and um, pretty much he, it's like this movie, like this movie production place that he goes to, and all the other characters are all anime style. He's just a normal cartoon kid, and then they have to create. They have to create their own show or their own movie within an episode. So it's kind of like the blending of both like a, an Americanized cartoon and anime style characters? Yeah, it's like they're, it was like one of the first cartoons that I saw where they combined different art styles. So like you had anime art style and you had regular cartoony art style. That's very cool. So, all right, so that's a great honorable mention. Is that still on now or is that a, is it not? No, it's, it's long gone. Okay, is it on any, uh, do you know if it's on like uh, DVDs or, or any like Netflix type things? Do you know? I think there was a DVD. Um, there's like a website called Nick Reboot and it plays old plays old um, Nickelodeon shows. Check out Nick Reboot. It's a, so it's, it's a website? That it's just a 24-hour stream oh, where they just all right. play. I'm going to have to mm. check that out myself. All 80s, 90s. All right, I know what I'm doing for the next five hours. For the next oh, forever. Yeah. 
Uh, very good, very good. Uh, Z, how about you? Any uh, honorable mentions? I have a few. Go um, for it. Definitely Invader Zim. I love that show. I was so sad when they took it off the air after that uh, The Organ episode, I think it was. Okay. It was like stealing people's organs and like trying to become more human. <laughs> that's, that sounds dangerous, actually. Have you guys ever seen it? I have not. Yeah. I have not. I so haven't seen the episode. Give, give me like a 50,000 foot view. Like what, what's, what's the general synopsis um, of this show? All right. So Zim is like a destroyer and he's like sent to Earth to try and like destroy it. He's like an alien. Okay. Um, but he's like kind of like a failure and doesn't he's not really able to like do it so his like superiors are just like oh my god just get off our planet you're ruining everything um and they give him this really like cute adorable like but really dumb like robot they like put little screws and stuff in his head and he doesn't really know what he's doing and his name is Gur. he dresses up as like a little dog when they're on earth and like he tries to pretend to be human so he can like uh, fit in and then there's this like kid named dib and he's like oh my god he's like super into aliens he's like that sci-fi nerd and he's just like oh my god he's an alien he's like freaking out all the time and it's just fantastic the art style first of all is like insane like it's just i love it like it's done by the same artist who does uh johnny the homicidal maniac yep so i mean it's pretty insane. I'm surprised they even cool. made it as like a kid show. Like, yeah, I mean, it sounds it sounds like it's the the subject matter is very mature, but I, I'm sure they handle it like in a very comedy specific, kid friendly kind of way uh, with like adult stuff too. Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, back in those days, the '90s. Come on. Yeah, right. Absolutely. <laughs> How about uh, any other honorable mentions? Um, Batman the animated series was definitely one of my favorites when I was like a little kid. Like, I'd come home from school and watch it. <laughs> And I guess it like kind it like definitely made it for me. <coughs> like Harley Quinn is like one of my favorite characters, and of course, like come on, it's like her first time like being, like being. <laughs> so I'm. Just You'll hear more about that a little bit later. It's <laughs> like on the next show. <laughs> uh, no, in about fifteen minutes. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> then we wait. <laughs> Anything else? Um, oh my God, no, I had so many, and then I okay. was blank. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. KB, how about you? Any honorable mentions? I I have a lot of them, so I'm not going to go through them all. <laughs> um, Roadrunner and Wiley e. Coyote, like okay, to so me, part of the Looney Tunes. Part though. of the Looney Tunes. Okay, but that one specifically because it was silent. For the most part, it was silent. And think of like other silent cartoons at the that caught your attention for so long. Like even right. as a child, like it, th those were few and far between, and they were so funny for being silent. You know, um, so that was one of them. Um, another one, uh, Animaniacs, which we heard the Pinky and the Brain theme. And I used to watch Anim Animaniacs. You're stealing all my... Go ahead. Keep just, going. Just keep for, going. Just for <laughs> Pinky right. and the Brain. All right. Keep going. Um, another one I had was um, DuckTales. Love DuckTales. Yep. Scrooge McDuck diving in the gold. And Huey, Dewey, and Louie. And uh, was it Uncle Goofy? It was uh, Uncle no, Donald. It was, it was Uncle, Don it Uncle was Donald. Uncle Goofy, Donald. Goofy yeah. wasn't the uncle. No. no. And I'm thinking of Goof Troop. That has nothing to do with DuckTales. I know, but I was th <laughs> but I was thinking of Goof Troop. Um, the other one, and Jeff, you might you probably remember this one, Gargoyles. Yes, yes, yes. loved Gargoyles. I, I don't remember the characters or anything, but I just loved the show. I didn't even. It was awesome. Goliath and oh, I, I just didn't can't even think them. of that. Like I, the, now it's coming back to me. Like I was like making stuff, uh, making like honorable mentions and stuff, yep. and I was like thinking like biker Mike, biker mice from Mars, all these other like cool things. But Gargoyles was awesome. Gargoyles was good. Yep, uh, and then uh, GI Joe. Yeah, Joe is just cool. Yeah, I love G.I. Joe. Are you, are you good? Uh, yeah, I'm good. Okay. All right, let's go to mine because we're going to retreat on a lot of these here. Uh, DuckTales, yep. obviously I loved. Uh, Gizmo Duck was my favorite. Yep. 
um, just because like he used to say blathering blatherskite and he'd turn into like an <laughs> Iron Man version of and, and DuckTales. Uh, Spider-Man, the animated series. Uh, mm-hmm. Big fan of Spider-Man um, and seeing the animated series. Really, really cool. Um, the weird thing about that, though, is they didn't actually kill anybody on that show. They like there was an episode where like Mary Jane was supposed to de- quote unquote die, mm-hmm. but they just said she's missing because they can't say that they, apparently with like the standards and practices they couldn't say she was killed or died. That's kind of, it was kind of weird for like a kid show. Um, going back to like the Disney side of it, Chippendales Rescue Rangers. I mean, forgot about that one. I loved. I had such a crush on Gadget when I was like seven <laughs> years old. Um, and Monterey Jack, who used to go crazy for cheese. And, and was, that, was that was uh, that? Tailspin. Which show did that spin off of? Tailspin spun off the Jungle Book. The Jungle Book. Anim- I'll get there. I'll get there. Okay. Um, Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers, though, was awesome. It's basically Chip was like Indiana Jones and yep. Dale was like Magnum P.I. with a Hawaiian <laughs> shirt. And they were like an investigation agency. It was like amazing. And then they had the little fly zipper and they had some very uh, unique um, villains that they would fight. Uh, Tailspin was my next one. Um, that spun off from the Jungle Book with uh, Shere Khan and mm-hmm. Baloo and uh, Louis the Monkey. And it was cool. Baloo was a pilot, and he yep. had the coolest sidekick that I wanted to be when I was little, ki- Cloud Kicker. He would basically surf on the clouds with his little board as Baloo was flying his plane. Love that. And then my last honorable mention uh, was G.I. Joe, because I also grew up a wrestling fan, and to see Sergeant Slaughter yeah. yelling at us at the beginning of G.I. Joe, and then going into that, and then... If anyone listening or the audience here, have you ever seen the Fensler Films versions of the G.I. Joe PSAs? No. Okay. Has, <laughs> ha, have you ladies ever seen the G.I. Joe cartoon? Yeah, maybe like an episode okay. or two. Basically, at the end of all the G.I. Joe cartoon episodes, they do like a PSA. Like, oh, what happens if you know your curtain catches on fire when mom's cooking dinner? Or what happens if you're not feeling good? Is it okay to go into mom's medicine cabinet and take some medicine? You, like, you don't know. Kids are just like, yeah, I'm going to take some medicine. <laughs> and the, one of the Joes would always come and say, no, don't do that. This guy back in, I think it's the early 2000s, basically re-recorded all the dialogue from those clips, and they're hilarious, and I'll play some for you uh, off air. But those are my honorable mentions, um, and then we're going to get now get into the top five. So moving to my left, Faith, what is number five on your list? Um, number five is actually Adventure Time, and it's like it's kind of an older cartoon, too, because Nickelodeon used to play it. Okay, so Adventure Time. What do you like about what? What was the appeal for you for Adventure Time? What What does the show? Well, how does it grab you and entertain you? Well, it was um, kind of when it first aired on Nickelodeon. They had to show random cartoons, and then it would play on there. And they had same art style and everything. I think it was like Jake the Dog that what caught me. Yep. Because how like he can, you know, shape like kind of like shape shift like he can. I don't know. It was just. It had a good concept to it and just kind of grabbed me right away. It has a very loyal cult following. I go to like comic conventions and whatnot and see everybody dressed up. What is it? Is it Finn that I'm thinking of? Yeah, yeah. Finn the human. Yeah, everybody dresses up like Finn. And I, I'm like, like I never got into that show. So I, I had to be educated on that. But that's a that's a very good number five. I think you should definitely check it out, though. It's okay. like the story for it. Like at first it starts off like super like kind of like ridiculous. And it like draws you in with like the humor and like the crazy like. But the underlying story is like actually kind of like it's really sad and some of these characters are actually really like sad and it just makes you love them more so i think that's probably why it has such a loyal <laughs> following yeah that's it sounds it, you know and i know for for when you go to these cons and you see these these people dressed up as that i mean things that they're passionate about it has to be a good show it's like it's not like going to be something you don't you never see anybody necessarily dressed up like you know 
uh, somebody like we have the real life Peter Griffin, obviously the guy that dresses up like Peter Griffin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like you don't see a whole lot of like Family Guy characters or Simpsons characters or anything like that. But like certain like comic based or like nerdy geeky, um, you know, cartoons like Adventure Time, you see tons of cosplayers dressed up like that, and that's yeah, awesome. I've done it before. Oh, have you see? <laughs> yeah. We'll have to get into that in a future show, though. That we because I, I want to I do want to talk to you about that. Okay. So that's that's your number five. Do you have anything else you want to add before we go on to Z's number five? Okay, so going on to Z, what's your number five? All right, so my number five, I picked, well, we already, like, kind of touched the subject, but I picked um, Powerpuff Girls. Yes. I thought it was just, like, super awesome, like, finally having, like, female protagonists. Like, it's just so crazy. And, like, each of them has, like, a specific trait. Like, one's super tough, the other one's, like, really smart, and then the other one's just cute, cuddly, and, like, bubbly. And it was just, I don't know, it was, like, and it was a funny show. Like, you still really liked, like, the bad guys. You didn't, like, hate any of them. I mean, I love Mojo Jojo, him and his repetitive talking. But, um, yeah, that's why I picked that one. That, no, and it's, it's good because we actually did have a discussion one of our earlier shows. I believe it was episode number two about female empowerment and yep. and whatnot on how we think, like, just the genre and superheroes. It the first episode, too. It might have been yeah. the first. Yeah, it's just women need to have, like, there needs to be more for girls. And I... I don't say that like as a, I'm not I don't say I'm a feminist, but I mean, like I want everybody to be into this stuff. And it's like if it's all like predominantly dudes, like even like the Black Widow stuff we were talking about and the, the Avengers and whatnot. She Captain needs Marvel. Be, yeah, she needs yeah. to do more. And, and but anyway, that's I don't want to get off topic. Yep. Here, but that's a very good number five Powerpuff Girls. KB. I, I know this is on your list at some point. It, it just has to be. But number five for me is definitely TMNT. So Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Number five on my list. I'm looking at my list, bro. (laughs) And, uh, you know, that show to me was, I remember when that first came out, it was like, you know, for me, there were, there were some other cartoons ahead of it. And that was the first one where I was like, you know, all little kids, I think, have some fascination with animals at some point in their life. So whether you're a boy or a girl, it doesn't matter. You usually have a fascination with some animals. And it was like a lot of the cartoons that I watched before that, that were like action cartoons you know, things like Transformers and G.I. Joe and, and um, all these other, other other shows, He-Man, all that stuff, they didn't have animals. And it was like, oh, these animals are mutated and they become these superheroes. And they're funny and they're cool and they're awesome. And what kid wouldn't want to, what kid didn't play as Ninja Turtles when their friends came over at some point? You know what I mean? That's just how I looked at it. But I'm not going to steal too much of that thunder. So, <laughs> so that's your number five? It's my number five. Hey, guess what? TMNT is my number five, too. You don't have a sound? No, I don't. I'm not. I'm not going to. I have yeah, a sound for my number one. Relax. Okay. Relax. Um, no, to just to add on. Yes, I loved TM, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as a child. Um, just some background. It, you know, it started off as a comic book. Mm-hmm. Um, it actually started off as a spoof on Daredevil, which I don't know. Really? If you know. I didn't know that. Yeah. So because what happened was they were uh, Eastman and Laird were talking about that. And they said they loved Daredevil. Uh, they loved the Frank Miller Daredevil. And they're like, well, how cool would it be if... Uh, you know, a turtle had nunchucks strapped to his arm. And then they ended up doing this fake drawing, and then they ended up making this whole world where, again, you have Daredevil, you have Stick, who was Daredevil's mentor. So who's going to be the turtle's mentor? Stick? Splinter. Splinter. Yeah. You have the hand, the ninjas. You have the foot. Yeah. You know, it's it's all the stuff that they basically spun off from that was like a basically like a not a parody of Daredevil, but it became from that into the turtles. Then it got so popular that Playmates wanted to create a toy line for the Ninja Turtles because the comic book was selling pretty well and it was very violent. So they wanted to make it a little bit more kid-friendly and sell the toys. 
going into the licensing agreement, the toys couldn't be sold. They wanted a cartoon before they could sell the toys because that's how it worked back in those days. You have a cartoon to sell the toys. So that's how the cartoon was actually created. And how could you not love Rocksteady and Bebop? That was the show that gave us Rocksteady and Bebop, these two moronic like thugs, and it, just, it was such a good time. So that's why my number five, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, their heroes in a half shell. Turtle power. Thank you. <laughs> Moving on to number four, Faith, what do you got up for number four? Um, this was a Cartoon Network show. I used to watch it all the time. It was Hi Hi Puffy Yami Yumi. Yes. <laughs> nope, I don't know anything about this. This is going to be so fun because all, you, all your list, I'm going to just be like, I've never heard of that. Why don't, why don't you tell me about it? I remember watching this show it with her. It was like a grandpa. He was just like, hmm, <laughs> back in my day. Well, see, now you, that's some of my thunder. Back in my day. Back in my day. <laughs> We used to go to school walking three miles each way. Actually, we had that <laughs> we conversation yesterday. <laughs> really? <laughs> on <Yeah>. Monday. <laughs> That's funny. But moving on to Faith's number four. Yeah, yeah. please give us some more. <laughs> I'm doing a little aside stuff here. What, so what, what do you like about, about that particular show? Um, I like it how uh, the two characters, Ami and Yumi, are like rock stars, but they also try to live a normal life. And they're kind of like, you know, preteen, kind of like kids, teenagers, and they go through like regular kid things. Like Ami was trying to collect all the cereal toy prizes <laughs> and everything, and she couldn't get one. So then Yumi sold her guitar just to give it to her. Oh, I remember nice. that episode. That's kind of nice, actually. <laughs> Teaching values. That's not a bad thing. And Makes up for all the family yeah. guy I let her watch. And they're actual, like, Japanese, like, rock stars. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, they were an actual, like, they really sang, and they had, like, CDs and, like, a big, like, following in Japan. And that's why when they came here and they had the little, like, cartoon show, people were like, oh, my God, like, that's freaking awesome. out. And they actually, like, spoke Japanese a lot in the in the show. They had, like, cute little words, like, sugoi, kawaii, like, stuff like that. So and it, it, was, would, like, it would teach you at the same time. That's uh, See, I like, that's what cartoons, I think, are missing, too, is, like, some of that that knowledge and just like you know informational stuff you might have actually heard them before because they actually do the teen titans original yeah theme oh there you go so yeah. then i do i have heard of them or have heard them not heard of them but that's awesome that's wrapping up your number four yeah. we're wrapping up number four moving on to z what do you have for uh, your number four spot all right so for my number four spot i chose um ah real monsters ah real, real monsters. monsters yeah Come on. This I one I do know. I feel like this one like kind of like shaped me into who I am today. Are you a real monster? Kind of creepy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> kind of creepy, but um, I just really loved the characters like, and it was just so like different, like just insane to me. Like all these cute little monsters and like Ickis and how they always made fun of him because he looked like a little like rabbit and he wasn't scary. But um, oh my God, and like what was his name? Crumb. Him and his like eyeballs and his hands, so creepy. But yeah, I really wish I could like watch that again. It was like, it's been so long. I'm gonna have to watch Nickelodeon reboot. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was my fourth one. Number four, KB. What's your number four? Uh, the '80s X-Men, '80s and '90s X-Men uh, cartoons. This is just, this is just awesome. Okay, so the '80s X-Men. The '80s X-Men. That's what I was thinking of. Sorry. No, no, I'm saying the the. the animated series was like 92. 92 yeah 92 the one that came up before and actually we talked with jv about this last yeah. week um there was a one shot it was called pride of the x-men where kitty pride joined the x-men and yeah. wolverine had an australian accent yeah that was when awful. he talked yeah it was it's horrible but it's awesome at the same time because yeah. it followed one of the comic stories but yeah that was i think that was the late 80s so i yeah, think you're, that's you're what i was saying to, like yeah. 80s 90s but 
Um, yeah, so the, the 90s X-Men, I mean, I think that's what introduced me really into comics as a whole, like just seeing that show. Like, I mean, obviously everybody knows, you know, S- Spider-Man, Batman, Superman. You know all those from when you're a little, little kid. Um, I think, but but that show really showed me like, oh, there's more to comics than that. There's more to um, superheroes than that. And they're not just... Um, you know, they're not just Superman has powers or Batman's cool. It's like these are characters with stories and they interconnect. And that was like my first real look at like, oh, wow, comics are cool. And, and, and these characters that, that Marvel creates are cool. Um, so so for me, that show was just really, really awesome. And I think when I think of the X-Men as a whole, I think of them as that show for me. Like depending on what generation you grow up in, the X-Men might look different to you. Right. But the image of the X-Men in my mind is that cartoon show. And I think that's what sticks out. Like Gambit, Rogue especially. Like the Rogue in that show is the Rogue that I know. I, I have so much to add to that, but we'll talk yep. about that a but, little bit but later. That's, but that's my, that's my number four. Nice. I'm not add too much more. My number four, uh, and I touched upon this a little earlier, is a Disney cartoon by the name of A Darkwing A Duck. Uh, Darkwing Duck <laughs> was a spinoff from DuckTales. Initially, Launchpad was the spinoff character who went from DuckTales uh, over to Darkwing Duck, and he was the roommate of Drake Mallard, who was the secret identity of Darkwing Duck. Um, Then, a little bit later, Fenton Crackshell, a.k.a. Gizmo Duck, also spun off from DuckTales onto Darkwing Duck. And I liked it because it was actually combined Batman with DuckTales, pretty much. It was like a Disney (laughs) version of Batman, because think about this. Uh, other than Steelbeak, who was one of the villains, who was basically Jaws from uh, James Bond, you had Megavolt, who was kind of like uh, an Electro from Spider-Man. But then you had Quackerjack, who was more like Harley Quinn, the Joker, and Toy Man put together. And then you had Bushroot, who was controlled plants, kind of like a Poison Ivy. And then you had Negaduck, who was the alternate version of uh, Darkwing Duck, who was just like his polar opposite. It was just a really cool... And it was all done with like really childish disney humor from like that disney afternoon like whole genre so it was done like very light but it was still pretty cool and darkwing duck had one of the best you know he'd shoot his uh gas into a room and he says i am the terror that flaps in the night and he'd do all <laughs> these really cool like sayings and then he'd do he'd be like i am the gum that sticks at the bottom of your shoe i am darkwing duck and it would just be this whole theatrical entrance and it would be so cool and like as a kid i loved that so that's my number four, a Darkwing Duck. Moving on to number three, Faith, what you got? I actually have something that we discussed earlier, and that's uh, Original Teen Titans. Nice. Okay, so Original Teen Titans, uh, Cartoon Network, correct? Yeah. Who was your favorite Titan? Um, Starfire was my favorite, but I kind of related to Raven more. So th- are we? Are we? Starfire was the favorite. Why? Just because of the power set, or just because she was so like? innocent and ki- she was kind of bubbly and, and cutesy that's why i think she's yeah oh <laughs> we have a lot of love in this room right now <laughs> so do you have anything to add to that to that to uh for number three um well i think they did a lot better with like the comedy in the original series like i know that they're supposed to make teen times go more kiddish like more for children but i like it how they kept the comedy kind of more mature so a little bit more of adult humor in the Teen Titans as opposed to Teen Titans Go, which is a little bit, a lot more kid friendly with like more kiddie jokes in it than yeah. less adult humor. Okay, very cool, very cool. 
That's her number three, Teen Titans. Z, on to you. What's your number three at? All right. So um, I picked Beetlejuice, the animated series. Nice. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I remember watching that, like, all the time when I was a little kid. I was, like, super obsessed. And, like, I had no idea that the movie actually came out before, and it was, like, based on the movie. It was, like, insane. I just found that out recently because I have the DVD at home, and it has a few episodes on the extras. And I was, like, my childhood. It's fantastic. I love Beetlejuice, and I definitely need a cosplay of Lydia one day. It's going to happen. Nice. <laughs> cosplay of who? Lydia. <laughs> I love her. Be awesome. <laughs> I'm going to actually ask you off air um, some cosplay questions because I'm going to be doing some stuff, and I don't want to ruin it for the listeners, but we'll be doing something at the next Comic-Con, I think. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, so that's her number three, Beetlejuice KB, which you got for number a three. Voltron. I don't know why I'm doing that voice. But Voltron. Why Why Voltron, KB? Voltron was Voltron was the first, like, robots that appealed to me. Um, and, and they were kind of, they kind of are, I mean, would you girls consider them anim- anime? I mean, back then. I don't know what that is. Voltron. It was like, uh, it was like these so five you're lions. You're using grandpa jokes on me. Yeah. You're older. Ha. <laughs> Deal with that. <laughs> um. So yeah, so Voltron was you had these five lions, and it was kind of like um, it was a precursor to the Power Rangers in a way, except they weren't really ninjas. These were these were like five kids, um, and they got they each had command of a lion, and that lion would form one big robot called Voltron, and they would take on the enemies of the galaxy and all and this stuff. Wasn't there like a ring or something that would control yeah, them? Yeah, yeah, there was like a I ring. I think Wade Wilson has uh, possession of that now, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> from watching the Deadpool movie. <laughs> but it, I, and I remember as a kid just having to, being obsessed with it and having to have all the toys. Like I had all the lions that, that, that formed together. I had the castle and all those. And um, it was just it was just an awesome show, and I think that was like my first show that I watched that was like that wasn't Looney Tunes, that wasn't a kids' cartoon. It was my first more teenage um, animated show, and and I I just fell in love with it, and like I said, I just got obsessed with it, and I just um, kept watching it. And there were actually two Voltrons. Um, some people might remember this is there was a Voltron that was lions, so it was like five lions, but then there was another Voltron that wasn't as popular, and it was like. 20 different like vehicles and they would all form together to form a robot it was really really cool stuff um but yeah so voltron voltron for me um and i think voltron is um netflix just picked it up to to do a new voltron series um yeah so that's uh that's my number three so that's interesting because you were saying it's the precursor to Power Rangers. Yeah. I was growing up with Power Rangers. Yeah, that was that was because my. Because think about it, you know, the Power Rangers—they have all these vehicles. No, they, no, I get yeah. that, like the Zords and whatnot. Yeah, but Zords. yeah, so Voltron yeah. was kind of the precursor, yeah. as you mentioned. My number three, KB, you already touched upon it. X Men: The Animated Series. Uh, it coincided with the comic book for me, which was one of the first comic books I picked up. Yeah. Uh, I've said on previous podcasts, Jim Lee is probably one of my favorite comic book artists of all time. He was the artist for that. Back uh, X-Men number one, volume two, which was in 1991. I love the complex storylines, which, you know, that that animated series mm-hmm. is based off the Jim Lee uh, volume two. But I love the fact that they would bring in all these other like characters that you'd read about in the comic book, like Bishop or Iceman or yeah. Archangel. And it would be it wasn't just one episode. Red all Skull the time. was even in there once. Yeah, that was, those were like the later the later yeah. episodes. But I, I just loved how like you they weren't serialized individual episodes you'd have they'd have story arcs like night of the sentinels part one and part two then you'd have an apocalypse saga that was like two or three episodes then the dark phoenix saga which is still amazing probably the best they've done in any type of media it was better than the x-men last stand Um, i haven't seen 
uh, the new X Men movie. Yeah. Yet. I heard it was awful. So, so there's yeah, there's some rumors going yeah. on, but awful. I've heard mixed things. There's, there's some stuff going on supposedly with Jean Grey in that movie that's going to lead to like a Phoenix yeah. Force. Spoiler alert, sorry folks. Um, but I think that was the best interpretation they've done, you know, outside of the comic book of the Dark. Phoenix like I said, saga. I think for you and me, like those are the X Men that stick in our mind as the well, X Men. My, my yeah, the, like and and going back to what we said before when we were talking about that, the voices of the different characters. Rogue. Every time yeah. I read a Rogue. Yeah. In the book, I get that Southern... Same thing with Gambit. Gambit was my absolute favorite character. Gambit... Wolverine? No, uh, Wolverine's voice. Gambit was yeah. the, the best. The Gambit and Rogue voices I, are... Uh, I'm places. not ashamed to admit this. I used to take... You know how I used to have, like, cotton uh, winter gloves? Just like the... Mm-hmm. the You're going to stick cards inside of them? No, I cut both fingers off, and I just kept the two middle ones, because that's how Gambit would. He had his, <laughs> his pinky and his index out, and I had and I would hold, like, cards, and I used to staple... I used to buy, have my parents buy playing cards and i'd take like two or three of them and i'd staple them together so i could throw them because um, they had more weight that way i just totally i, I just lost all credibility everywhere but that, either that or i'm, I'm yeah, getting, in, in, gaining in, more in credibility the geek among world, the yeah no geeks. i was just yeah. saying the geek world you gained a ton of credibility yeah yeah so uh gambit was my absolute favorite and i, I loved uh the way they handled his character on the gambit's still my favorite i know he's very polarizing as a character for some folks um they say you know oh he's a long shot rip off or, or something along those lines yeah. but there's something just about yeah, him, about yeah. See, him. <laughs> see, see. Everybody loves Gambit, but that's my number three. X Men. Moving on to Faith. What is your number two? I mean, technically, this isn't a cartoon, but I used to watch it all the time when I was little, and that's um, the anime Inuyasha. Okay. Yes. It's still animation, so yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it, yeah. If it, if, it, yeah. if it's drawing, it counts. That's how I say it. So, what what do you like about that show? Well, I didn't get to watch it much because it was on Adult Swim when they had um, Toonami, their anime, the day where they have anime. It would come on at like 4 or 5 in the morning. Sometimes I would stay up to watch it. It was just like how this girl named Kagome had to deal with this um, guy who's a half demon, half human. That sounds cool. That sounds actually really cool. It's kind of like what got me into anime. I was like, oh, there are other shows just like this. It's awesome. Now, I have to ask, did you watch that when uh, you were with uh, your dad? or Because you said you stayed up to watch that at 5 o'clock <laughs> yeah. in the morning. I was going to say that's. I, I always <laughs> had her on the weekend, so she could stay up to whenever. <laughs> she okay. really no, I, was, I, was just, I was just curious <laughs> about time. I was just like, oh, wow, you're, you must be a party girl <laughs> staying up till. No, stayed up till five o'clock. I'd have to wake up at five o'clock. So <laughs> no, I'd sometimes s- I feel like when they had it on that late, you had to like set an alarm. It was just like, all right, let me um go to sleep after Yu Yu Show ends. I think during that time they had Yu Yu Show at like two o'clock in the morning. So you'd sleep for two hours and then in you'd between. Sleep for two hours, <laughs> and it's like the Inuyasha like theme song comes on. It's like, yo, I'm up. Here I am. <laughs> I love it. Do you have anything else to add for that number two, or is that is that pretty much it? Wrap That's up, you know. Okay, excellent. Wrapping up, going on to Z. Number two, what's on your list? All right, my number two, another 90s hit, uh, Rocco's Modern Life. Nice. I love Very that nice. show. Rocco was, like, such a little cutie. And, like, I guess when I was younger, well, obviously when you were younger, like, all those jokes, those adult jokes just all went over your head. All over your head. My mom would always be so mad at me. She's like, what are you watching? And I'm just like, Mom, you just don't get it. Just, um, <laughs> she goes, no, I, I get it too well. <laughs> I get like, those jokes. I get jokes. it too much. What is that dog doing to that mop? <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's the cool thing is you can go back and watch it now and still have that nostalgia feeling for it. But then now you get so many more of the jokes that you might have missed when you were younger. Yeah, and I'm like, wow, this show is funny. How did I miss this? <laughs> Spunky stuff. 
they're having sex with that mob. Rocco's working for a sex hotline. <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. That's really good. Awesome. <laughs> Excellent. KB, what do you got at number two? Thunder, thunder, thundercats. Ho! <laughs> wow, you should see the audio levels right now when you said that. And uh, that's not appropriate language with the females around. <laughs> <laughs> um, thundercats was awesome. Uh, and it, uh, it was amazing that they brought it back. I, I didn't watch it when they brought it back. But the original, just it, it just was so captivating to me um, with Lionel and Panthro and um, Mumra. And, and all the, all these crazy characters. And um, I, I just really love the show. And Snarf. I love Snarf. I want to Snarf. <laughs> like, if there's one thing, that, that's, that would be number two after Bender. I'd want a real-life Snarf. But he's so annoying, his voice. I he's know. Like, he's like Orko from He-Man. Like, I know, yeah. but still, Stop. it would just be awesome to have a Snarf <laughs> in riding shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> can't agree with so, that. I can't agree with I that. I agree with Chitara. So, you know, my best friend right here. <laughs> But but no, Thundercats and, and the whole thing with the sword. I mean, Jayfree, do you think that's kind of? How do you feel about that, like in comparison to He Man? So here, uh, honestly, I never really got into the Thundercats. I, I I mean, I had the action figures, yep. and I remember it. But I was ever since I was a little kid, I was all He Man, Masters yeah. of the Universe. Yeah, I, I was Man at Arms, so. Skeletor. Uh, my favorite was Ram Man. If you can believe yep, that. Yeah, I yeah, remember Ram Man. But yeah, uh, yeah, I I mean. I definitely like the like, and I, I've watched episodes since, and I've I I would think I would love that as a kid, like yeah. definitely, like Thundercats would be sick. Like, yeah, yeah, it was just it was just caught my mind. It just caught my attention. It's one of those great cartoons that I you know had to watch every episode. But that's it. That's all I got for two. Okay, so my number two is a little bit different. So so far I've had all kind of superhero based. Uh, my number two, Animaniacs. I loved Animaniacs because again, similar to what we talked about a little earlier. It had adult humor, but it also had silliness for kids. There was one episode in particular that's still in my mind where Yakko, Wacko, and Dot are going on this like Indiana Jones type of adventure to find this like Maltese pigeon statue. And then the villain comes after and says, hey, I don't care. Just give me the bird. And Yakko goes, we can't. It's a family show. And I <laughs> love that joke. Um, but they also did very much uh, educational pieces on there. And we'll hear one toward the end of the show that I... I ripped some audio toward. Um, so I think that was really, really cool. The fact that they not only did they did the silliness and the, the adult humor, but they also did educational pieces. And then it spun off like a bunch of, it was almost like a variety show because they'd show the Animaniacs as the, for the first 10 minutes. But then you'd have Pinky and the Brain, which had a spinoff from that. You'd have Slappy Squirrel. You'd have uh, The Good Feathers. You'd have Buttons and Mindy, which I loved. Um, so there's there's a lot of different spinoffs and other pieces of the Animaniacs on top of, the three main characters. So that's why that's at my number two, Animaniacs, and we'll hear a little bit more from them toward the end of the show. Now, we're going into our number one pick of our childhood cartoons. So, Faith, what is your number one? I would have to go with Billy and Mandy. Billy and Mandy. Give me give me another quick uh, rundown. What's the, what's that show all about? It's well, isn't it isn't it the Grim Adventures of? Is yeah. That how you, yeah, okay. You just call it Billy and Mandy for yeah, sure. Yeah, just curious. Interrupt your daughter. <laughs> please, please talk to me. Don't don't look at him. <laughs> well, it was these two these two kids. You have, you have Billy, you have Mandy, and is it like they have a pet like pet gerbil or like a pet yeah, hamster? Yeah, it's like a pet hamster or something, and it dies. And then Grim, he's um, 
the Grim Reaper, he comes in. He's like saying, you know, it's time to go. You know, um, we gotta take your gerbil or hamster. And then they said it was like, oh, how about a game of limbo? And then you know, if you win, and then the two kids won, and it was pretty much like a bet. And if the kids won, then they had um, he had to become a servant for them or <laughs> yeah. like do whatever they. <laughs> so the Grim Reaper is basically getting them drinks and. Doing More like he's like cleaning the room and like it's yeah. just he's like a so maid. Funny, he's like a maid. He's yeah. doing chores that they're supposed to be doing. They're like walking their dogs. He's gonna like peed on. It's so it's so it's, funny. it's interesting that that Grim Reaper is probably a different interpretation than the Family Guy version because everything that Death touches dies. Does the same thing, same thing happen on the show, or is it more like more like just a regular like person? Uh, just happens to look like the Grim Reaper. He has like powers. Like I think at one point he like he can travel S- dimensions and stuff. Yeah, and like he like brought up like this giant like I don't even know if it was a zombie apocalypse or like something happened. He like made something and then people were eating it and they were like transforming into like brainless like zombies. Yeah. I'm guessing, but um, yeah, it's a pretty crazy uh, show. I remember he has a Jamaican accent too, which is so <laughs> crazy. The Grim Reaper. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> fantastic this show is fantastic this is one of those shows i used to enjoy watching with her and and it's so funny because uh billy is the is a is just a total (laughs) screwball and completely gross like a kid that like picks his nose and wipes it on people like like that's billy Uh, and and mandy is and mandy is the kind of the she's like the mean one yeah she's she's the the mean quiet one who kind of just you know you don't want to cross um, it, it, the, the complexity of the characters and the way they all interacted was just awesome in that show. I used to love watching that with her when she was little. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> Sorry, I was like just thinking about this one where like Billy ends up with like a spider and the spider thinks that he's his dad. Oh, I remember that and one. <laughs> Billy is terrified of spiders and he's like, Dad, don't you love me? And every time he's trying to like kill him or squish him with something, it's like, get away from me! <laughs> and like tries yeah. to like kill him. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, that show's fantastic. So that's a good number one. Do you have anything to add to that? Or that kind of wrap it up for your number one? Kind of wraps it up. Wraps up Faith's number one. Okay, moving on to Z. Z, what is your number one childhood cartoon of all time? All right. This one was, like, really hard, but, like, I had to pick one that really stuck out in my mind, and that was definitely um, Courage the Cowardly Dog. Very cool. Yep. Love Courage. It was so good. Like, I just started watching it recently, again, because it's on Netflix. And I was nice. just like, oh, my God, nostalgia. And all the bad guys are just so crazy in it. And, like, it's, it was it was crazy thinking, like, when I was little that I really loved the show, but there were a lot of episodes that were actually, like, kind of terrifying. Like, I remember this one where there was this zombie, and he was, like, supposed to be Quentin Tarantino, but he was, like, what was it? Something turn teller. And he was, like... He was like a zombie, and um, he starts making like a sacrificial like movie in their basement. He ties down like Muriel, and he's trying to bring back his like partner so he can like finish up a horror like script. And um, it was just so scary because they had like him rise up from the grave and like oh my god the way it was just drawn and like the animation for it was just so creepy. Or like that one episode where he like steals the ancient slab like. And they get this lab and like King Ramsey is like they like make it funny with like his song and like all that. But he's like creepy like that. Like that animation was just scary. If you guys remember that. Like when he was like in the field and the way back like returned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was like really creepy. But um, yeah, it was like they had some lighthearted episodes, too. Like it would go like 
like when they had that goose god and he was like in love with Eustace's like car because <laughs> it would go honk honk. <laughs> so funny. I love that. Love that show. Excellent. Great number one. KB, what is your number one pick? <sighs> this is this is definitely all 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 me in, in um Transformers. I have I have a, an absolute affection for Transformers, like Jeff has for Ninja Turtles. Um, it, it's just so so awesome. Autobots, roll out. Yeah, Optimus Prime was like, I it was like he was like my first hero. As oddly as it sounds, like as a, even though he's a robot, he was like my first hero because everything Optimus Prime stood for was just like you know do the right thing, be a hero, very brave, intelligent leader. Um, so Optimus Prime to me was like that awesome character and, uh, Megatron and Starscream, like those characters, uh, the banter between those two characters, Starscream always trying to, uh, take over as leader of the Decepticons and Megatron <laughs> always, you know, uh, basically putting Starscream down. And then it just, in that show, it really blew up. It, it blew up into a movie and the movie was awesome. I remember being a kid and, and actually seeing it in the theater and just being blown away by seeing my, my first like real animated cartoon from a TV on the big screen um, was awesome. Had almost every single toy out there. Um, everything from Optimus Prime, Omega Supreme, Headmasters after the whole bunch of, whole bunch of toys. Um, but my, my, my probably most favorite character um, would be Grimlock from the Dinobots. He's, he's so, so stupid, but yet he's so awesome at the same time. He's the leader of the Dinobots, but yet he's dumb as an ox. Um, there was a cool episode where he um, he got a brain. Grimlock got a brain, and he, he gets a brain, and he actually creates um, a, a bunch of uh, some some Autobots that then form another. They can form into a bigger robot. Um, so and Transformers was full of that too. They had the Constructicons, where it was small robots that became bigger ones. You had the Aerial Bots. Um, so you have all of these. Uh, it's the Rescue Bots he created. It's the Rescue Bots. Um, so. I still have all those. I, I bought, rebought them all on DVD, all remastered, and I can still watch those and just still be like in love with the show. Um, so it's just really, really awesome. And Transformers, as we know to this day, just like Ninja Turtles, GI Joe is still a huge, huge following. So yeah, that's my number one. I just find it funny that you Voltron and and Dinobots putting things, making bigger, taking robots. Together. You like building. You should be like, like an building, engineer. I like building shit. Yeah, yeah, like are you a Lego kid? Uh, a little bit. But st- but now I'm into Legos more now than I ever was. Okay. I couldn't I've, afford Legos when I was a kid. Now they're like so cheap, it's crazy. Well, they're not now. Well, not if you buy the sets, yeah. but if you just buy the blocks. Yeah, like, yeah. Just let your imagination do some stuff. Yeah. All right, my number one, and I'm gonna have an audio clip toward the end of this one as well. My number one, and we touched upon this already with Z, I believe. Batman the Animated Series. Uh, Bruce Tim, who was previously he was drawing on Tiny Toon Adventures, he was the artist on that cartoon, started doing a Batman animated flick and. The voice acting is incredible. Kevin Conroy as Batman, Mark Hamill as the Joker. Mm-hmm. Anytime I read any comic with the Joker, that's the voice in my head. Um, it introduced Harley Quinn to the DC world. She was introduced just as a one-off sidekick, but she was so popular, they actually turned her to her own character. I highly recommend the episodes Mad Love. Um, fantastic, uh, fantastic story. A um, couple other fantastic stories that I want to touch upon real quick. Robin's Reckoning. It showed how Robin's parents were killed. Um, Tony Zuko in the in the animated series and how Batman took Dick, a young Dick Grayson in and uh, raised him to be Robin. Uh, then there was The Man Who Killed Batman, which led to the best Joker speech on the, in the entire history of, of that series. Basically, this guy 
thinks he had a lucky break and accidentally killed Batman, and he becomes known as uh, Sid the Squid. And the Joker, realizing that Batman can no longer be his arch enemy, has a problem with Sid and tries to kill him. And then come turns out Batman was playing a possum the whole time and just wants to see what was really going on. So that's a really cool episode. Joker's Favor is another good one. That's the one that introduces Harley Quinn, so you should check that one out. Um, Harley's Holiday, another great episode. That's when she tries going straight after she gets out of jail and just looks like fate's against her, and she ends up going back. But it shows like there are some redeeming qualities in Harley's character, which I think is awesome because she's kind of like the DC's equivalent of Deadpool. She's like kind of like a fan favorite, but she's kind of morally ambiguous, which is a really cool trait. Plus, she's just like zany, and that's that's awesome. But my favorite Batman, the animated series episode, which I have a little audio clip, uh, is an episode called Almost Got Him. And it deals with uh, basically the Joker and Harley have kidnapped Catwoman. And they're all sitting, Joker, Poison Ivy, Killer Croc, Two-Face, and Penguin are all sitting around a table discussing when's the, how close they've got to killing Batman, what the closest storyline was, uh, closest plot or, or whatnot, the, how they almost killed Batman, the closest Close to shave, so to speak. And my favorite, and I'm going to play this audio clip, and I just want to forewarn the listeners, there's a good probably six or seven second pause in between the dialogue. So nothing went wrong with the podcast. Just keep listening. This is Killer Croc on how he almost got Batman. I would have got him. This is Two-Face right here. Gee, that's too bad, Hav. Amazing but I Mark guess Hamill. you'll always come in second. Anyone else want to go? There I was, holed up in this quarry. When Batman came nosing around, he was getting closer, closer. And? I threw a rock at him. Now all the other villains are looking at Killer Croc right now in disbelief. So, Harvey, what became of the giant Benny? It was a big rock. They actually let him keep it. So it was a big rock that he threw. I just I love that clip. I just love that audio. Um, so that's that's my number one Batman, uh, the animated series, number one childhood cartoon of all time. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the final countdown. So we are just about out of here. Um, before we go, I just typically what I like to do is if anybody wants to plug anything, uh, Twitters, uh, websites, Facebooks, anything that they want to give to any of the listeners to follow, tweet at you, get at you, feel free. If you want to add anything, Faith, do you have anything you want to add? Nope, not at all. Z, anything you want? Uh, man, I didn't even know we were going to do this. Sorry, what it's like. Like something. I'm sorry. Next time. Okay, she'll be back. We'll 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 get to her. <laughs> KB, anything for you? No. All right, so check out Free Your Geek on, on the Facebook page, obviously. Uh, I am jfree82 on Instagram, on Twitter, and uh, my website, jfreethegeek.com, J-F-R-E-E-T-H-E-G-E-E-K.com. Uh, basically, I'll be posting this uh, podcast to that website, too. And check out our Podbean page, freeyourgeek.podbean.com. You're probably listening on there, so I don't have to plug that, but it's a really cool page. I put some effort into that. Um, we're going to go out today um, with two, two different songs. 
Um, but as I mentioned, Animaniacs was very informal, so uh, I'll play that going out. So, ladies, thank you for being here. KB, thank you. And everybody, uh, have a great night. Start the weekend with your geek friends and get your geek on. And now, Wacko Warner with the 50 U.S. states and their capitals. Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Indianapolis, Indiana, and Columbus is the capital of Ohio. There's Montgomery, Alabama, south of Helena, Montana. Then there's Denver, Colorado, under Boise, Idaho. Texas has Austin, then we go north. To Massachusetts, Boston, and Albany, New York. Tallahassee, Florida, and Washington, D.C. Santa Fe, New Mexico, and Nashville, Tennessee. Elvis used to hang out there a lot, you know. Trenton's in New Jersey, North of Jefferson, Missouri. You got Richmond in Virginia, South Dakota has Pierre. Harrisburg's in Pennsylvania, and the Gulfers up in Maine. And here is Providence, Rhode Island, next to Dover, Delaware. Concord, New Hampshire, just a quick jaunt to Montpelier, which is up in Vermont. Hartford's in Connecticut, so pretty in the fall. And Kansas has Topeka, Minnesota has St. Paul. in Alaska, and there's Lincoln in Nebraska, and it's rolling out to North Carolina, and then there's Madison, Wisconsin, and Olympia in Washington, Phoenix, Arizona, and Lansing, Michigan, here's Honolulu, Hawaii's a joy, Jackson, Mississippi, and Springfield, Illinois, South Carolina with Columbia down the way, and Annapolis and Maryland on Chesapeake Bay, they have wonderful clown chowder. In Wyoming, and perhaps you make your home in Salt Lake City, out in Utah, where the Buffalo roam. Atlanta's down in Georgia, and there's Bismarck, North Dakota, and you can live in Frankfurt in your old Kentucky home. Salem in Oregon, from there we join Little Rock in Arkansas, Iowa's got Des Moines, Sacramento, California, Oklahoma, and its city, Charleston, West Virginia, and Nevada, Carson City. That's all the capitals there are. still here. It's over. Go home. <laughs>